Okay, off we go with the August podcast. There's been quite a lot going on uh, this month. There's a few bits and pieces I'm going to be able to talk about, a few things that are in the works that I'm not going to be able to talk about just yet. Hopefully there'll be September podcast, October podcast, something like that. Um, We'll get on, first of all, with a bit of housekeeping. I'm going to try and keep this podcast reasonably concise if I can. The website has for a long time used the richardflintphoto.com address and it will continue to do so. That is the main address, but you can also get to the website using richardflintphoto.co.uk. Now, I had decided a few months ago to get rid of that address. I thought, you know, I don't really use it particularly. And then um, I got a little message through saying, you know, it's about a week uh, a week away from you losing it as a registered address. Do you want to keep it? And I thought, well, actually, yes, I do. The problem is with the .com address is it doesn't really give very much in the way of a geographical location away with it. The, the .co.uk addresses do, of course. And I am a UK-based photographer, so I think it is quite handy for me to have that uh, domain name as a way of forwarding to the richardflintphoto.com address, which is what it does now. So I'm pleased to be able to bring that online and be able to use that address again. I also didn't want someone camping on it, keeping, you know, registering the address themselves and I might want it back in future and end up having to pay, you know, £100 or something ridiculous. So it was a way of securing it back again and making sure that I keep it. Um, you know, there's all sorts of domain names that I could probably take as well. But I, I think really you only need probably a couple to be able to do what you want to. It's almost like a brand name. RichardFlintPhoto.com is the main address. I've used it for years. I've Probably a decade or more I've used that address. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to continue using that as a main address. But the .co.uk address, the richardflintphoto.co.uk, I had to think about that there, um, is the address, you know, that I'm going to continue using. So, well, so hopefully it will continue for a long time. Um... The website. The website's had one or two changes and things, some updates uh, done to it with text and just getting rid of spelling mistakes, things like that. One of the things I want to try and do is improve the mobile viewing experience. I had a look at that the other day on my own mobile device and it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. And I want to try and improve that as much as I can. The other thing that I want to try and do is also get one or two of the galleries sorted out. I did notice that uh, Sea Sky Sand and Street is missing probably one or two rather good images from the gallery on the on the website. I think that's just where I've just forgotten about an image. So I'm going to dig through my archive and sort those images out and get them added to the gallery so that it's a nice full example of the work in that gallery that I that I shot back in June, July of 
2011. I'm also considering actually adding those podcasts to the featured photography page as a sort of like extra media bit so that people can listen to those recordings and um, me talking about my favourite images. Because I did, I did think that the bonus podcast worked really well. I chose six images from the book and I... Th- I thought it was a great way of celebrating the 10th anniversary. It was a very important project for me for all sorts of reasons and it it needed celebrating and I think the best way of doing it was by doing those little recordings and I'll certainly look to do some more podcasts like that talking about images that I've taken uh, as well as locations that I'm at, new photography that I'm taking, there's all sorts of things. That's the original intention that I had for bonus material with the podcast is doing things like that and also other little things, talking about photography books, talking about photographers. Uh, there's there's all sorts of things there that I would like to do uh, given the time. It's not always possible with the time, but um, we can always have a good attempt at it. So... Check out the bonus podcast for Sea, Sky, Sand and Street. I had an absolute blast. I even learned and sort of like had a new look at some of the images. I think probably the one that surprised me the most was on the final podcast, on bonus podcast three. It's one called The Final Mooring. And Final Mooring has sort of changed. Uh, I find it a lot sadder image now than I did when I added it to the book. I think a lot of it's what's happened over the last 10 years. Uh, The older you get, you lose, you know, family and things. And I think you just start to see certain photographs in a different way. They, They take on a new meaning. I think that's one of the... That's one of the more brilliant things about photography is that a a photograph can change in a way that you appreciate it over the years, which you don't really consider as... You just think a photograph's a photograph, you know, when you're starting out. I mean, even when I was, you know, a photography student, um, I I don't think... it don't have the the life experience to realise that uh, photography alters as you go through life and now that i've got some images you know some of the images that are on richardflintphoto.com are 25 30 years old it it starts to make you think about your photography and what you're doing and the direction you're taking so it was great to go through the bonus podcasts uh, and just talk about those those images from that photography book you know, from 10 years ago. It seems like a lifetime ago. It really does. It seems so long. And it was a little bit sad going through those images and just uh, reminiscing about that that time. But um, it was good. So check them out because I really enjoyed making them. Darker Skies has had one or two improvements as well. The podcast uh, page has had one or two little tweaks just to make it easier for people anybody wanting to subscribe to the podcast using the rss feed there's two there's a raw feed there now which is sort of like the very basic um feed that you just get 
directly from the, the podcast host. And then there's a feed burner version as well, which is probably a bit more user friendly. So I've added those as well. So it's easier. And also the other thing is a podcast archive has been properly, properly put together so that um, it's now easy to find the links that I was talking about in a podcast in 2014, 2013, whenever it was. That was actually one of the surprising things, funnily enough, about having a, a look through that archive is real, realising how far it went back, way back to 2010. I've been podcasting a long time now. Um, some are good, some are not so good. I'd like to think that they've improved over the years and I've got a bit more of an idea of what podcasting is about. I always try and keep it as short as I can. It's not always easy. But, um, you know, I think the longest podcast I've ever done is about 40 minutes, which is not particularly long in the real scheme of things, is it? But, yeah, it was interesting to see how long I'd been podcasting for. and Hopefully that will continue. Certainly this year I've been really pleased with the amount of bonus material I've been able to do and doing a location-based uh, recording as well. Hopefully I'll be able to get another one done very soon for next month. And that's about it, really, news-wise. Um, I think we'll go on to the links now. And the links I've got, they're all basically to do with recent events. The first one I'm going to mention, I'm just going to skip through these quite, because a lot of them are, are very simple. The first one is from the Atlantic, and it's Tokyo 2020. Photos from the Summer Olympics. Um, a great selection of images from the Olympics, if you're into sport photography, then take a look. A real good collection and a diverse set of images as well. Um, it's just the standard of sports photography is just, you know, fantastic. It is a discipline in itself. It is very much a specialisation. Uh, I think actually probably my favourite is image 11, which is Irek Uziev, I think that's how you pronounce it, of Team Rock practices prior to the men's park final of the BMX freestyle on day nine of the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. It is an amazing image. Check that out. But there's all sorts of amazing images there. I even like number 13 as well, but I won't mention what that is. You'll have to check that out for yourself. So that's Tokyo 2020. The next one isn't really so much of a photography story, but it does have some sort of like relevance. I think what I might try and do is put together an Afghanistan-based photojournalism set of links just as a like a bonus thing for the podcast links page. Uh, wouldn't be many, you know, maybe five or six, something like that. But over the last 20 years, there's been all sorts of fantastic images. I can probably put some together from previous podcast links that I've mentioned. Uh, but this link is America's Longest War, 20 Years of Missteps in Afghanistan. This is by Reuters. And it just goes through the various different reasons for how we ended up, how America ended up, I should say, in 
the situation that we're at now and it's a really good actually quite concise article about everything that sort of went wrong really or wasn't done to a satisfactory conclusion with regards to Afghanistan so check that out that's America's longest war 20 years of missteps in Afghas uh, in Afghanistan I can't even say it Afghanistan there and the final one is probably from the recent evacuations I think there was pr for me there was a few images that stood out but I think probably the one that stood out the most were more than 600 Afghan men women and children crouching and crammed up against each other on the floor of a US military plane I mean, it's, you know, there is no way that you could get any more people, I think, onto that aircraft. They were just literally crammed on, quite literally, and just closed the doors at the back. Quite a remarkable image, and probably one that's... I don't know, it, it's, it gives an idea of the humanity and the chaos that was going on at Kabul airport in Afghanistan prior to the uh, West leaving. And it, it comes down, it's amazing how one image can tell so much of a story. Um, it really is worth a thousand words. And just looking at the faces of some of these people, it's a nice size on the screen, this image. So you're able to have a good look in at the faces and you see all sort of like reactions, relief, sadness apprehension there's all kinds of emotions going on with those people um, who managed to get out so an amazing image um, not exactly sure who took it does it actually say US Air Force photographer by the look of it yes doesn't actually mention the photographer it just says US Air Force handout via Reuters but an ama amazing photo absolutely it's what photography is all about. It's about humanity. It's about telling stories. It's about showing something. Um, it's one of the reasons why I absolutely love photography and photojournalism. It's I kind of do it in a very low intense way. But some people um, have that intensity with their work and they go to some very intense places as well. And this is just one of those shots. But Again, it's it's interesting how this was taken by a military photographer and not a photojournalist. And yet it sums up the situation perfectly. Just goes to show it, it's about the photographer being in the right place at the right time. OK, that's it for the August podcast. I will be back very soon with another podcast. I'll be able to talk about a few things that I can't mention at the moment. And... Uh, as I said, check out the recent bonus podcast to do with Sea Sky, Sand and Streaks. I really enjoyed recording them. And I hope um, everyone's OK and I will see you again very soon. So until then, thanks for listening and goodbye.